Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Tiger fans, welcome to episode 256 of the official Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club podcast, bringing you all the latest news, updates, and buzz surrounding your mighty JSU Tigers. I am the Corey C. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all future episodes. Apple Podcasts and Spotify listeners, rate and review the show and everyone. Go follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. It all helps the cause, which is the I love, Jackson State University. And we are back in the booth, of course. I got my man, Ken Clark. What up? What's going on, D. Corey C? Happy to be back on, man. What's going on, Tiger Nation? As always, man, always great to see you. Always get great to have you because we don't see each other that much. I know we're, we're chatting all day, but we don't get to actually see each other being on opposite coasts until football season. Uh, but when we do see each other in the middle of the year, you know what that means. That means it's Tiger Talk. It's podcast and something's happening, right? Absolutely, man. I'm pumped up, man. Always good to come back on the show. And anytime we come on this bad baby, we know it's, it's, it's down for a good one, man. So I know our listeners are going to be excited about who we're going to bring on today, man. Absolutely. We have a fun one lined up for you. Big announcement just coming out of Jackson State, one of our former players. Great job opportunity. We're talking about none other than former Jackson State quarterback, Mr. Cray Lows. Welcome to the show. Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Hey, what's going on, brother? Welcome to the show, man. Good to see you again, man. Good to see you still doing well. Yes, sir. (laughs) Pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So uh, let's put it out there. Let's start the show off on this note, right? I want to hear from you, the man himself, right? Okay. And I'm 99.9% sure, sure I have it right. And I know the answer, but I want to hear from you because I've heard your name pronounced every single way, about 99 different ways. Sometimes <laughs> they pronounce it with the apostrophe. Sometimes they yep. leave off the apostrophe when they announce it, when they say your name. <laughs> yep. So set the record straight, man. How do you pronounce your first name? Well, Cor, I appreciate it because you're probably... I can probably count on my hand the amount of times when I first meet somebody that they actually said it right. So I appreciate that, all right? Because that 99.9% in my life is typically say care, car. I've gotten Carl before. I don't know where they got the L from. And then <laughs> So those are like the four typical ones. But I appreciate that you finally – I finally met somebody that – got my name right other than then a uh, an employee where they had their boss tell me prior to that so i appreciate it no <laughs> doubt no doubt no doubt we wanted to set the record straight man but again welcome to the show and obviously we're here because of uh you know the big announcement we love to see our you know it's funny you know we, we're big on football not i don't mean at jack state just in general 
but we have to remember that you know the the players who are on the team they're they're called student athletes right student for a reason because not everyone's going to go on to the nfl only a a very small percentage of people you're talking about what one one percent maybe and even the ones who are fortunate enough to get drafted or or catch on as a free agent i mean what's the lifespan of an nfl player these days not that much so what is it what's that percentage 3.5 years there you go. So, I mean, that, you know, that may or may yeah, not be enough to set you straight financially. So bottom line is regardless, you're going to need a backup plan for some that may be three or four years down the line for some that may be 10 years down the line, but for most that's right away. So we said when we hear of, you know, players, former players, student athletes doing great things, especially so quickly, because Ken, he can set a test, right? When you graduate, man, it's a struggle kind of finding your, your footing in this world and getting on track. So to, to, to jump out of that thing and then already be on track, kudos to you. So definitely had to bring you on. So tell us, I know you've already made the announcement. It's, it's viral. It's all over the internet, but here on Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club, let us know what you are up to. So I got, with the help of Coach Prime at Jackson State, I got a new job title as the production assistant with NFL Network in Inglewood, California. Wow. All right. Ken Clark, let's give it up, baby. Give it up. That's exciting, man. I tell you what, man. So, you know, I, I'm officially welcome to the West Coast. Are you originally? So, so tell our, uh, those that will be tuned in to watch it, uh, Crane, uh, where are you originally from? And is it, you know, have you spent much time in, in, in Cali? Is this home for you? Or uh, talk to us about where you're from and, and kind of this change and how what this going to mean for you and your family. Okay. So I was originally born in Madison, Wisconsin. Hmm. And my eighth grade year, we went to Scottsdale, Arizona. I went to Saguaro High School out there. Then I got a, I got a scholarship offer to go back to Wisconsin. So I went there for two years. Following that, I then went back to Scottsdale Community College. Then after that, I went back to the Midwest, and I was in Southern Illinois and Carbondale, Illinois. And then finally, I went to my roots, which was in Jackson State. My grandfather actually went to Jackson State, and a lot wow. of my side is from Forest, Mississippi. So wow, I, got, I did not know that. I wow, didn't know that one. That's a hey, I, you know what? I think I think we uh you kind of shocked all of us with that one. I you didn't did. see that one coming. You did. <laughs> so that's man. awesome, man. <laughs> I got a I got a pretty unique mixture. I got Mississippi roots from my dad's side, and then I actually got Israel roots from my mom's side. My mom's side is she's Palestinian Greek, and then my dad's mm. side. He's black, white, and Native American. So I'm mixed with a lot of different cultures. So <laughs> wow. I, it, it's been, it, growing up, it's been a little bit of adjustment. But, you know, I, I love it now. I embrace it. And just being a, having an opportunity to be back in Mississippi, getting a chance to see some family relatives down there, and just knowing that, you know, I can get back there where it all started with my grandfather. When wow. He went to- so that key word back, man, because one of my questions was going to be, what was that culture shock for you? Like the first time you got to Mississippi, but <laughs> wow, I got to delete that question. So, so you've been here, you've, you've been to Mississippi, right? Growing up, you, you made visits throughout no, the day. Your childhood, was or? My, it was my first time in Mississippi. Okay. So it was first, your first time. Okay. Yes, sir. So it was my first time. It was an amazing experience. You know, I would say the culture shock was just the Southern hospitality. That was okay. the, difference you know going from the midwest the midwest is you know a little bit different you know the demographics are a little bit different and then going to the west coast um the west coast you know you got you got a lot of snowbirds going to the west coast so you got a little bit of a diversity there but you know the weather and everything is the plus but then going to mississippi 
it was you definitely knew you understood where working hard I would say working hard in hospitality always being being upfront with saying yes sir no sir yes ma'am no man things that you know I was taught at a young age but you didn't really get that from other places so mm -hmm. now being have an opportunity to go there and experience in that firsthand you get you see the level of respect that is needed in Mississippi and you see the hard work that continue, continues to grow in Mississippi and then you see the opportunities that come from Mississippi as well so I loved my time in Jackson and although it was a culture shock at first I call it family. I call it home for me. I love going back there every single time I've gotten there. And it's it's an honor for me. Awesome. Awesome. So obviously out there on the West Coast now and the LA area. So talk about that transition. What was that a culture shock for you? How, how are you adjusting? We still see that. We see Corey, you still see all that sunlight, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And I could probably be wearing the same shirt in uh, December. So that's an added bonus. Oh, yeah. And um, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, L.A. is a little different. I just got here 30 minutes ago. So Wait a minute. You got, here, you got there when? 30 minutes ago. So, <laughs> so, so you hopped off the plane and joined Tiger Talk. Uh-uh. I, I didn't hop off the plane. I drove from Tampa, Florida. Wait a minute. You drove from oh, Tampa? Wow. So I drove from. Wow. How long did that take? Okay, I'll give and you. And how guys many stops did you make? Like, let's hear. <laughs> okay, so I'll give you a rundown. July sixteenth with the XFL showcase. Okay. July seventeenth, I sat down with Coach Prime, talked to him, said, "Coach, I want to be in NFL, regardless of what it looks like. I want to be in NFL." And he said, "Cool." He called Tracy Perlman. She was the vice president of player engagement with NFL. We got on the phone with her, told her my story. She then gave me some opportunities with applying to these seasonal jobs out here so what it was either new york city or inglewood california so i applied to both after that heard from the both locations and this job gave me some better opportunities so with that i started planning out with my parents and it was last thursday i hopped on the road i went to jackson so i stayed in jackson saw their practice last friday talked to everybody gave everybody the big news that's where you guys saw with uh, Neely, with the the, the pregame show. That mm -hmm. After that, I left to Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas, stayed with an old high school friend of mine. And around 3 a.m., I just I felt rejuvenated. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I made the whole drive to Scottsdale, Arizona. So I made the whole drive, 15 hours. And I stayed there for a couple of days. And then today, I finally made it out here in L.A. Wow. Man. Wow. Ken Clark, when I was talking to him, he didn't tell me he was on the road. And we, and we said, when I told him, hey, how about this time? He said, yeah, he didn't say, well, I'll just be pulling in from this long drive, man. I would have <laughs> no. said, let's push it back, man. Let's let you get some rest, get settled in. He didn't, he didn't tell, he didn't disclose all that information. Uh, you don't need hey, rest. Man. You don't need rest. Hey, we, we absolutely appreciate that, man. I, I know how it is to, to, to make that long cross the country ride, man. So, I mean, for you to come on board and, 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 and give us a little bit of your time, man, it, it, yeah. it speaks a lot about you and your character and what, you know, what the NFL network is going to be getting, man, and, and, and a professional. So speaks a lot to you. I can tell you rejuvenated, Corey. I don't mm -hmm. know about you. I can feel the energy through the, through the phone, man. You know, you're on the, on a little the West bit, Coast. But, a little bit, but yeah. he always has a smile now. You know, you never see him down. So I, I can't tell by the smile. Absolutely. He's always Absolutely. smiling. It's just natural. Hey. <laughs> you know, my favorite athlete growing up was Magic Johnson. 
and he always had that smile. So okay, that know, makes sense. Um, it makes sense. There we go. Look More the Laker up. fan. Go ahead, over there. Big time. Big time. <laughs> Big time. Fun and, fact. Uh, no, Magic, fun fact. Roots. His uh, his father from Brookhaven. He used to go to Brookhaven all the time. Grandfather. I uh, was in Crystal Springs up until he died. So. Shout out to Magic. And he's done a lot for the Jackson State program over the course of the years as well. So. Okay. Good stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, I know I know Zoe is not on the show. Zoe is one of our crew members of the podcast. Favorite player of all time, Magic Johnson. That's the reason why he started. He's a Laker fan too. I know he probably gonna he's probably gonna be chomping at the bit when he sees this interview because he wish he probably could have been on his Definitely. talk with you. So that's and, good stuff, man. And Craig, you're about to be big time out there. So I know you'll you'll work your way into uh I was about to say Staples Center. <laughs> Crypto.com arena court side season tickets. Yeah. I know I know you'll get in. You'll, right. you'll get in there. You know, that's that's the goal. You never know. You never know who you're gonna that's run it. out run into okay. out here. So See you know, just make sure that I got a smile and there you go. I'm putting my best foot forward. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. But let's hear about it, man. The position, obviously, again, congratulations. Just uh, what all does that entail? What will it entail? Do you even know yet? Because if you're like me, I would have accepted it without even knowing what it entailed or the salary. Yeah, NFL Network, <laughs> let's go. Let me know what it is once I get make this drive from Tampa. But but if you share what you can or what you know. So, you know, when I saw the NFL Shield, I was like, I don't really care about the description. There you, you know, go. See? Probably, they had around yep. 20 job titles to apply for. I didn't really look at the description. <laughs> See? I applied to all of them, and I was just like, look, I'm going to fit them. I don't care mm-hmm. what it is. I want to be your best employee. I'm going to bring mm-hmm. what I learned from Jackson State to the office and be your hardest working guy and with enthusiasm and a positive energy. So I knew that I was the best fit for the job with those three things anyways. However, this job was a blessing to me because what it entailed was get an opportunity to work with Court Warner. So mm-hmm. basically what I'm doing mm-hmm. is I'm going to be breaking down film. They want somebody with a high football knowledge, which I got at Jackson State. And within each week, with NFL game day morning on Sundays, they need somebody to break down film. Someone to be that middleman from the producer and the analyst. So when yeah. the analyst comes up to both of us, it's like, so Kurt Warner, for instance, this is like maybe a situation I can bring have next week where he would be like, hey, I want all of Kyler Murray's two mans from last year. Can you break that down for me? So I'll look at all his cut-ups from last year, look at all the two mans, bring him a cut-up, and be like, Here, here's what I found. What else are you looking for? He was like, well, I want to see all the com- completions, see all what he was, he, what was he doing. Is there any pocket presence with one of these? So then I'll break those down even some more. So there might be four plays. He would then use those four plays so then when we get on air, you know, when you guys see them doing like the chalkboard talk mm-hmm. and everything, that's where my cutups will be then on air. So I'm just wow. that man where it's it's typical like an analyst role. However, I'm doing it for the NFL Network. Wow, man, that's that's, a, that's not like a first job out of college entry level thing, man. You're <laughs> up there. So, I mean, <laughs> it's like what, hey, that's, hey, Corey, that's one of them. Um, you know, somebody. That know somebody. That, that, that's no somebody. Oh, yeah. no, 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 no. Or, or, or you are somebody. Or you are somebody. Because let me, let me that's, that's, not, going, that's not going to get coffee, Ken Clark. <laughs> no, no, no. Absolutely. And I also don't want to make it seem like Craig not you're not you're not qualified for it. Right. Obviously, you, that's a skill set that you have to have. Absolutely. You know what I mean? In order to do it. That's not a job that you can disdain and say, hey, hire Absolutely. me. And I go in and pretend. You got to know your stuff. So you've obviously been prepared. And, and being a part of the game, I'm pretty sure you played the game since you was a kid. And then yep. to be able to see, 
and this is the this is what I love about your story, man, is that you're able to show that you can take football to the next level, right. whether it's on the field or off the field. And it just I think your story is gonna inspire so many other young young men that are looking to go play at the next level that may not play on the field professionally. But man, to get that kind of opportunity fresh off the field, fresh out of out of college, I was about to say out of high school. That's amazing, man. Congratulations to you. I can't wait to watch it now because now, Corey, every time I watch NFL and I see Kurt Warner, I'm going to be like, oh, that's crazy work. That's, that's, that's going to be fun. Well, okay, so the bad, the flip side of it is if so, I'm, on Sundays, I'll be working a teleprompter. So I'll okay. be things with that. So if you see Rich Eyes and mess up, it might be me. <laughs> now, <laughs> it's y'all two, and whoever's watching this will be the only people on the planet that will know that it's actually me. Mm-hmm. But we ain't gonna let that happen. <laughs> I'm just warning y'all, though. It's you. Happened in the first week, but after that first week, it'll be all up and running under smoothly. So, gotcha. um, gotcha. that teleprompter job—that's gonna be the real, the new one, a little unique, little area that I have to be working on. Right. But I know I can get it done. Oh, but yeah. going back to what Absolutely. y'all said, as far as being qualified. And knowing somebody, it's definitely a privilege and an honor to have Deion Sanders as your representative, right? And, Absolutely. And it it's a credit to who he has brought in Jackson State with him. You know, I got to go through that staff. You know, Dennis Thurman is probably my greatest football mentor. Mm, I, wow. I was in Dennis Thurman's office pretty much every single day. Me and mm. I, him and I had a race to go to the practice, um, go to the office. You know, he's our... He's an early bird, so he would wake up around 5 o'clock. I, I've tried to beat him every single day to the office around 4.45. So when we get in the office, we just want to talk ball. He mm-hmm. showed me the defensive side of things, showing me why they adjust to different offensive schemes, why they do this, why do they do that, looking at different quarterbacks. I asked him about all the quarterbacks he faced. He told me he had a privilege to be able to beat Joe Montana. Wow but also beat Tom Brady. Wow. So he had so much knowledge. And Man, when I got that, that opportunity to go to Jackson State, I knew that I was going to be around a lot of NFL knowledge. Mm-hmm. So I was I, my whole mentality was I'm not going to leave this facility. Why would I leave my why would I leave for this facility? I want to be a sponge. You don't know what type of conversation that you're going to have with anybody there. Absolutely. That's a credit to Kevin Mathis, the cornerbacks coach. You know, he played in the league when right. um, Jason Phillips, he was when he was the receivers coach and the co-offensive coordinator. You look at Mike Parkinson. Right. You look at um, Alan Ricard. You look coach, at C.C. Taylor. You look at all these guys, Jeff Weeks. You look at all these guys that all have NFL pedigree. So I didn't care where it was coming from and what voice was speaking to me. I knew that they knew what it took and what it looked like. So I wanted to be in the offices every single day. And that's why I truly feel like they trusted me and Dion trusted me, Coach Prime trusted me when he, uh, he gave me this opportunity. He allowed me to have this opportunity. He called Tracy Pro. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. with a lot of these guys that have the opportunity to go to Jackson State, we not only have the opportunity to have one of the best connections on earth as it, when it comes to football and NFL, uh, we learn what it takes to be a professional, what it takes to be great. So then he trusted you in that and he can put mm-hmm. you in any professional level or any professional job and we're going to do it to the highest degree. You know, smart, tough, fast, disciplined. 
with high character. You know, right. that can be embodied in any single chapter in life. And we learned, we heard that every single day. There was a standard that had to be set and we met that standard every single day. And that's why I personally, when everybody asks me, I've been to four different schools, but when mm-hmm. they ask me what school have I am I from, I say the I love. I say wow. Jackson State. Wow. Because you know, the other schools didn't embody what I learned there. And I was only there wow. for four months. But just wow. the, what I learned and everything that I grasped there, it was a privilege to be a part of it. Wow. That you impact, know what, man, going to an HBCU. See, let me tell you something. I I, I got to throw this in there, Corey. And I, I'm sure I speak for the whole crew. You know, like I said, we're, 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 we're two of a, a, a group, you know. And I'm pretty sure Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club, Corey, tell them. This was just a bunch of alums that love our university, that love to talk about our university, athletics, and whatever aspect. We talk about everything. And really, this is what a platform like this allows us to do. And this is why we do what we do. When we say the I love, it's really that way. So for those that not just that a don't really understand, not, not just a hashtag. Your, see, your 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 presence is it speaks to I want to say a, a message that we covered on a lot of shows where we talk about being at a at a at a predominantly white institution or PWI, being at another uh, uh, a non HBCU uh, school. So when we say that. Some people that may be outside of the culture may consider that as hyperbole or just maybe it's just emotional uh, uh, connections. But for you to come in and to just in a very short period of time, take that one year or four months, however many, however long you mentioned, and you compare that to your other three and a half, four years and how that that weighs so much more heavier. It just really speaks to just what this culture represents, man, and, and just how important it is for us to tell our story. So I appreciate you for saying that, and I'm sure our listeners and those that are tuned in will be also. Well, it's all across the board with HBCUs. That's what – I'm a historian, so I like looking at past history. We look – we're so into what the success that Tennessee State has had with Eddie George. Then we go to Grambling with Hugh Jackson, and now we yep. go with us as far as having Coach Prime and NFL pedigree with even – you know, we have Mike Zimmer now as an analyst, and you look at just all that pro experience. So we're going above and beyond collectively as a family with an HBCU atmosphere. But we've been going above and beyond in past history. There's a reason why an FCS quarterback was top three in the Heisman in Steve McNair at Alcorn State because the HBCUs at Alcorn State made a campaign for him to be a top three player, for him to be a top three Heisman candidate. You know, mm. not a lot of other schools would even think about daring to do that. Mm-hmm. You look at past history where Deacon Jones went to Mississippi Valley State. Well, Deacon right. Jones changed the game. He changed – he created the sack. Then we go for Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice was <laughs> is the greatest receiver, if not player of all time. He went to Mississippi, Mississippi Valley State. When we go to Walter right. Payne. Consider the best running back of all time, Shannon Sharp, the best tight end of all time. So, what I love about HBCUs is there's a limitless belief to what you can achieve in this life, and what you can achieve if you just go with your dreams. And I think that there's a reason why there's so many successful stories, but it's a credit to all the successful men and women 
who embody those stories that help these kids out like myself so then we can achieve this level of success. You know, with these different schools, it's not like that. And I don't want to go into full details about my other experiences, right. but you're not looked at as, I wasn't looked at as Corey Lyles. I was looked at number 19. Wow, wow. number. So mm. you're looked at so as a number. But when I come back to Jackson State, mind you, I was only there for four months. When I, every single time I go to, back to Jackson State, it's like a family. It's like a family reunion. Honestly, <laughs> we're always connected. I spent I spent two weeks there training for the XFL prior to July 16th. I wouldn't have done that if I was at Southern Illinois. Why? Because the family environment that's there, I couldn't get enough of it. Mm. I still wanted to learn. I still wanted to be around it. I worked out with them because I knew that it was the best in the country. And you can't find it anywhere else besides Jackson State. And, you know, the other HBCUs are coming along. But that's what embodies that experience is where everybody actually, the I love, everybody loves one another. And they want to see each other. They want to see each other success. So, like I said, you ain't going to find that at a lot of other places. Wow. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff. You know, Corey, I can go on and on. I'm going to just shut up because he got me pumped up over here, man. I'm going to let you carry, <laughs> carry Hey, this is the stuff we got. Listen, man, I, I don't know um, how many episodes you've been able to catch. Uh, we, we, we're we excited because one of the things, like I said, we're able to do, we tell it like it is on Tiger Talk. We take it all the way back. We pull up history. We do current. We do what's to come. We project. It's so fun. And I, I just, I absolutely just appreciate what you're saying because what I'm getting from what you're saying, Craig, is that you're a living witness of that that we've been talking about. And it's always cool to witness that and see that come to life. I already know, you know, what those that tune into this interview is going to, how they're going to feel, how it's going to make them feel. I, I, Corey, I'm already thinking, I'm saying, I can't wait. To this. this is wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is wonderful. Definitely. Yeah, That's indeed. good stuff. And to know that history, man, I'm so impressed with you. So impressed yep. with you. Good stuff, good stuff. But I want to take it back to something that we talked about earlier. You know, you talked about how uh, Coach Prime helped you get the job. At the end of the day, you know, it's still you. I mean, he he put you out there, but, you know, you had to bring it home, so to speak. So what was the interview process like? Was it much of a, an interview? Was it, you know, we're going to take Coach Prime's word? And even, even if they said, okay, we take your word, that's powerful because Coach Prime's word means a lot. He's not going to put his name out there and and co-sign you and say hey he's a, he's a great can he's a guy he works hard whatever he said he's not going to do that unless it's true so it's not a negative thing to say oh they just took coach prime's word that's actually that's huge but just talk us through mm-hmm. take us through that process with the uh, you know interview process or, or how did they go so the interview process went pretty well it was uh it's a good set of questions you know what i what i loved was coach gave me a lot of recommendations of how conduct to conduct myself in the interview wow. process you know he, he, off the field, he has a lot of knowledge. He has a lot of experience because he propelled himself with how he conducted himself off the field as well. So every single time that we have an opportunity like this, he always gives us tips and pointers, you know. So when I was speaking <clears throat> and answering questions, it was more so, no, when I, I, I will be in mm-hmm. your office, I will. Like, you're already promoting yourself in that chair. You're already promoting yourself that you already got hired, that you are the man for the job. And what you see his passion, it was you try to correlate that with 
what you can do in your everyday life. So you try to match that. And that's what I've always liked is, see, I like to compete. So, but the competing in different ways to where if his passion was at a high level, I want to be, I want to match that. So I want to match his passion because I know that he has respect for the game and I'm going to match that same level of respect. And where he helped me out with that, where was like a question was like, why the NFL? Well, Mm -hmm. I can go on a, a whole list about what I know about the history of the NFL. But the reason why I love the NFL is it embodies what the American dream looks like. It embodies what the opportunities that come with trying to achieve your dream or chasing your dream and not quitting. It embodies what it looks like for Warren Moon to being the first black quarterback conducted in the fame. It embodies being Kurt Warner waiting until the age of 29 with getting his first shot to be in the NFL and winning Super Bowl MVP and regular season MVP and winning the Super Bowl. It embodies Eric Dickerson. It embodies James Harrison, you know, not getting his first start until the age of 30 with the Pittsburgh wow. Steelers. So the, the National Football League, I feel like embodies my story. I fit it. I fit the mold of it. I want to be a part of it. And I was, I was going to take a, a no-quit mentality and a full optimistic belief that I will get this job and whatever it looks like. You know, Ken, you're, you're in the West Coast, and you're probably familiar with the Golden State Warriors. Well, mm-hmm. who was probably the biggest key to that team? It was Gary Payton's son. What was Gary Payton's son's journey? You know, he was an equipment oh, manager man. with the Warriors. Oh, yeah. So he was – all his mentality was, look, my story is going to be different, but I'm going to do whatever I can to get in the door. And that's what I was thinking. I'm right next to SoFi Stadium. So I'm still yeah. in the state. The dream's not dead, but I'm still with the NFL. My rookie season just looks different. And that's what, <laughs> I, was, that's what I was looking – that's what I was trying to promote when I was going through this interview process. That's that's powerful, man. I um, uh, I mean, I love the uh the Gary the Gary Payton Jr. uh comparison. I mean, when you speak about it, I mean, he was cut, Corey. He was cut, mm-hmm. and the Lakers cut him. His break because after he was cut, he just asked him if they could if he could work out in the facility. He's like, hey, can I work out tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And and the general manager or president Bob Mr. Bob Myers, I think that's his name. He said, look, we got to find a spot for this guy. And I'm telling you, man, you're, uh, you know, being someone that's in a professional arena and, and, and have managed and have done a lot of hiring throughout my professional career. I'm telling you, man, you got all the character, the characteristics, you got all of the traits, you got all the. And I, and I, I think you embody with Coach Prime the last part. I'm not saying you don't have the, I say you're not smart, tough, fast, and disciplined because you need that. But it's the wit character part because character is reputation. And that's the thing that goes before you. It's what they say about you when you're not in a room and what they speak of you based off, you know, how you carry yourself. And, and I can just tell that you're going to be absolutely phenomenal. It's about the mindset. I mean, you're already there. You know, I love the approach of um, I'm going to talk to you as though I'm already in the role. I'm not going to talk to you about it as if I want the role. I'm just going to give you a visual of what it looks like while I'm actually doing it. And I'm going to make you believe it. So, hey, man. You are right by SoFi Stadium, by the way. Inglewood, Inglewood in the house. He, he definitely right by, of course. It, uh, it looks totally different over there. 
So, man, kudos to you, man. Like I said, welcome to the West Coast. You know, California is a great state. You know, I know you're going to enjoy it, man. Absolutely. Let's let y'all know that I was at a practice. So if you guys have any questions as far as what the team looks like, you, I'm you all know, you must you must be reading the script. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> Break it all down. We want to know. Oh yeah. So I'll say this: the defense looks off the chain. Two's still going to do what he does, and we got a good running back room. You know, the cat from Tel- Delaware State—I forget his name—but he looks like maybe I'm Maybe I'm The O line looks night and day. Looks like there's a lot of team commodity there, and they're, they're starting to gel. You know, the O-line takes a minute. The O-line takes a minute to really get all put together, and I think that they're clicking at a fast pace now. Mm-hmm. So you guys are going to mm-hmm. see much improved, um, much improved front five, and they're, you know, they're the bread and butter of it. And then you got 15 dudes in the receiver position who can all 15. play. 15. I'm telling y'all. Like 15 dudes who can all play at any other school in FCS. And I'm telling you this right now. Southern Illinois is ranked number six. I promise you, we got better cats at Jackson State by far and ain't even close. And mm. whenever there's not the opportunity to come where we're playing these other FCS schools, I promise you, we're going to make a good run on it. And I can't wait. I can't wait for that day to come. But it, that practice – it was all fast paced. It was already I wasn't shocked by anything what I saw, but I'm telling y'all, y'all in for a treat. You guys are in for a treat this year. That's exciting. <laughs> I'm I'm ecstatic about that. Go ahead, Court. I know we just did a show called Dominate and Finish, because that's all that Coach Prime talks about. That's all the, the players talk about. We want to be dominant this, this year. We won last year, but we weren't dominant. And obviously we want to finish the deal. So can this mm-hmm. team do it? Is, can this team be dominant and can it finish the deal in Atlanta? Oh, absolutely. You see the little details of it, like for team situations. It looks like everybody's everybody's clicking at a faster pace. Like I said, I think that with the transition from last year, there were so many moving parts, right? You know, you got a guy like me coming in two weeks prior to FAMU. So that was, from what I've heard, that was all summer because – you know, Coach Prime wanted his guys in the room. So once we got on the room, football is all about a game where our 11 guys doing what they're supposed to do. And you can't do that without really getting to know that person. So now that everybody knows each other, you now got guys who understand one another. Now two understands what 13 is doing, what 11 is doing, what number four is doing, right? So then where it comes on the third and seventh situation, you know, Shador can trust Malachi to hit that dig and where he can hit him in stride, where he can trust Tito for getting those seven yards, where we can trust our front five pushing to the next level. You know, that's where for the success that we had with a program who never went to the Celebration Bowl prior to last year, who hasn't gone mm-hmm. to the championship in years, where we went 13-1 and with a team with some unfamiliar faces, it, it's a credit to, like I said, guys buying in. Now, what comes with this year, which you guys should be excited for, is guys are bought in, but now they know each other. Ken Clark, he sounds like a coach. I mean, I know you just got a job. <laughs> you, you, you work at the NFL Network, but sounds like a coach to me. I mean, no, maybe, maybe. Hey, cool. Yeah. 
Hey, let me say this. I, I know this may not be football related, but speaking of coaching, he said he, he just shared with us that he was going to be behind the camera a little bit. He was going to be mm-hmm. breaking down film. There was a coach in the NBA, man, that's actually one of the top five coaches in the NBA right now that was at really? once upon a time was a video coordinator. I think you know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. He's in the same state that Corey's in. I think he go by the name of Eric Spolster. So okay. here's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, like, your skill set and the ability to break down. I mean, it's the sky's the limit, man. Sky's I mean, football is such a great sport, and it's it's pretty cool for for those of us who weren't privy to playing football or, you know, maybe haven't played a sport on a college level and even haven't even sniffed the professional arena. But when you get into the professional side of that sport, let's say sport, football, that's the sport you'd be working with, it's amazing to see the opportunities that are there because there's so much that goes into – just a production of a football show, let alone an actual game or practice or 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 or, or a, uh, a team. So I'm just I, I love what you're saying. I mean, I appreciate what you said because, like I said, you were there, and see, you're giving us that inside that we're not necessarily privy to because you were in that room with those players last year. You were in the trenches with them. You know what it sounds like. And you're also able to dissect. And you're a quarterback. And a quarterback got to know everything, man. Come on, man. You got to know everything. So you can look in the eyes and say, okay, I see it now. And that's 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 refreshing to hear. You know? Well, I think when we it's, say, it's a credit to y'all as well. You know, I remember I came on campus, and I'm not a, I wasn't a really big social media person. And I remember listening to your guys' podcast where whoever, I don't know how y'all knew about it, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I I see my name that I'm the new quarterback on the team, and I was like, "Damn, how? Not in a post about <laughs> but that's just that I love. That's what that's what's special about this place, man. Yeah. Is the relationships from off the field and on the field, where we have the opportunities of players and ex players to be on a part of an amazing show like this. Mm-hmm. You know, having the opportunity to be around family, regardless if it's on the field or off the field. You know, I I, I look at y'all as family because Absolutely. we Absolutely. all go, we all went to the I love. We all went to Jackson yeah. State. And that doesn't that J doesn't doesn't stay in Jackson, Mississippi. Speak on it. Speak and on it. That's where that you know I'm telling you this right now, like we talked about earlier, you don't feel that anywhere else. So that's where I'm always open to opportunities like this because Without y'all and without the support that we get from off the field, we wouldn't have that success. And you don't see mm. that, else. So that's where I'm, t- I'm, I'm speaking as an entire program. We respect what you guys bring to us. We respect the wisdom and knowledge that you guys give us. And we respect the opportunity that you guys give us that platform to fully embody what it means to be a Tiger to what it means to be at Jackson State. Wow. I appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you, man. And we appreciate your time, especially considering, you know, you just got off the road. You need to unpack through all that (laughs) stuff. We definitely thank you for giving us your time. I just want to end it on on one note. I just want to rewind back to something that you said that that really stood out to me. I just want to shine the the spotlight on Coach Prime one one more time. I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves. Obviously, we see what he's doing in in football. That's not that's no surprise. Ken will tell you Well, we all you know said when he got hired, we knew it was a wrap in terms of the football. But you said something about, you know, not only him willing to reach out to the NFL network to give to give you an opportunity to uh, to interview there but 
you know, a lot of people would just leave it at that. Say, okay, well, I got you in the door, go knock it out. But he took the time to sit down with you and coach you through the interview. And that's, that's going above and beyond. That's, that's not, he's not getting paid for that. He already gave up half of his salary. So the half that he has left, he's still <laughs> going outside of that to do things that are on his, uh, you know, his job title. It's not even, it's not even that he called. I said what I said, right? My whole, my whole spiel to him was, I don't think there's 96 guys who can throw an NFL like me. I don't think there's 93 guys, 96 guys on talent like me or the mental capabilities like me or who loves the game like me. However, I know my story is going to be different. So what do I have to do to be in the NFL this year? He then was like, I know the perfect person. He calls Tracy. Okay. After Tracy, she, he then calls Duke Preston, who is the vice president of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He then allowed me, when I went back to Tampa, he got in touch with Duke again to where I had an opportunity to go to practice with him. So wow. I went to go to the Buccaneers practice, wow. meet him at the practice. So then after that, he got in touch with Andy Gregg, who is now the production. He's the producer with the NFL Network. He called him. Then when I got to Jackson State, I told him that I'll be working with Kurt Warner. And he said, I'm going to call Kurt Warner when we get off the line right here. And then... I get introduced with Kurt Warner. So I'm taught it's an everyday thing. I'm, I'm, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. Because oh my goodness. crazy thing is, he's getting a lot of credit right now. But are you, when you talk about what he actually does from a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis, yeah. when he wants to be dominant, when how he was as a player, it's like that with treating his, his players right. Treating who he believes who deserves that opportunity and he's going to do whatever it takes for us to get that opportunity so that's that's my two cents as far as yes i wish that everybody knew that side of Deion sanders i wish they knew what he actually brings to the table and that goes along with everybody on that staff i could speak for hours with each coach on staff and what they meant to me and that's why it's a special special thing that's going on at jackson state there's going to be 30 for 30s talking about us. There's going to be mm-hmm. new heights that are going to be reached because of this. There's going to be Jackson State is going to be in the top, the cream of the crop in years to come. I promise y'all because it's those little things. Those little things are going to pay dividends in the end. So I hope everybody who's watching is excited because we're going to go on the top. I promise you that. There you have it. Ken Clark, I know you got chills, man. I don't even want you to get started. Let me just jump in there. I know Ken Clark too well. No, don't don't even don't even do it, Ken. Let's end it on that note, Ken Clark. Listen, correct, man. We appreciate it. Uh, we we got to do it though, man. We got we got to do it. We got to ask you for a favor. Now that you're in, we, two favors. All right. Number okay. one, the production assistant. Once you get in and get it all figured out and get things rolling. Come back and give us the tips and advice so we can get our production game up. We need you. So tell us okay. what we need to do for the production stand. But we gotta get to the next level. That's what y'all don't need enough. Y'all need y'all don't need a lot. I'm telling y'all. This is this is well ran. This is definitely okay. well ran. We appreciate it. But we want we want to put your stamp on it. Okay. And then secondly, you know, we have Mr. James Houston with the lines. We have some other guys as well. And we expect more and more to come. So you're gonna be breaking down this film and getting a close-up look. So we definitely got to get you back on in the future from time to time to give us that Absolutely. true breakdown of what the, the Jack State guys are doing in the NFL. That, that's the only thing we ask. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime. Right. Awesome stuff. Hey, man, it was a pleasure. It was actually it was it was a pleasure to be on here. You know, Absolutely. it could have been any of one of the uh, members of the crew. Um, and it's just 
like I said, I, I love what we get a chance to do. I love your infectious energy. Mm -hmm. I wish you absolutely nothing but the best. I already know you're going to do well because you got great people that's behind you. And when you come, when you get in the door like that, and this is, I'll say this, the relationship capital you've been able to accumulate at Jackson State is just, it'll pay off dividends for the rest of your life. And I'm telling you, it's, it's uh, when you know the right people, you can get into rooms that money can't buy. So mm. kudos to you. Congratulations to you. I'm already congratulating you on the success that I know that you're going to have. Welcome to the West Coast. And go Tigers, man. Now I got to yes, figure sir. out what this LA experience is like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you in for a treat. Just, just I, I know. I know. That's why I want to find out tonight. <laughs> Get you some rest, hey, I, I, won't, I won't include any of that on Tiger Talk. Listen, he'll talk to you about it off air. Just give, yeah, just yeah. give a second. All right, man. But again, congratulations and good luck. We wish you the best. Appreciate it. Go Appreciate Tigers. It. Yes, sir. Go, Go Tigers. And that'll do it for episode 256 of Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Thank you to all of our listeners. And again, be sure to download and subscribe to the podcast. Apple Podcasts and Spotify listeners, rate and review the show. And everyone, go follow Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook and Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I can't stress this enough. We're looking to do some big things with this platform to aid the athletics department. And it all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And that'll do it every for Tiger that you know. Well, Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. Apple Thank podcast, you to all of our Google listeners. Podcast, and again, Spotify be sure video, to download YouTube, and subscribe to the podcast. And so Apple Podcasts and we'll be posting each episode on rate Facebook, Facebook, the show, Instagram, and, and everyone. Go follow and Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club on Facebook. And Tiger Talk 1400 on Instagram and Twitter. I can't stress this enough. Pack with some big hashtag platform to lead the athletic department. Love. It all starts with you. Downloading, subscribing, rating, and reviewing the show. And tell every Tiger that you know. We're on all podcast outlets. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify Video, YouTube, CastBox, and so on. And we'll be posting each episode on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. As always, thanks for your support. Go Tigers. Hashtag, I believe. Hashtag, pack the vet. Hashtag, the I love. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.